We'll do it live! Hello, <laughs> and welcome to yet another edition of All Good Things. I'm David. I'm Rachel. And welcome, once again. <laughs> you did it all I, ja- I jumbled I it again. <laughs> I was trying to do something different. I liked your um, game show host delivery. Yeah, that well, was pretty cool. It's the fun one. Yeah. yeah it's, it's the fun show. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, uh, once again. Mm. Real quick, follow us on Insta, Twitter, Facebook. Oh, yeah, sorry. That's, that's what, what you were going to say. I'm that's okay. Stepping all over you. That's all if good. we edit it, I would it's take a, this it's all, it's all good things. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, follow us on Insta, Twitter, Facebook. You can email us at allbadthingspod at gmail.com. And also, our handle is allbadthingspod. Yeah. So, you can find us on all those platforms. Oh, I meant to tell you, I don't know if you saw this on Twitter, but um, somebody had like one of those podcasts catcher you know companies that promote all podcasts or whatever oh, okay sure anyway um tweeted if your podcast name is an indicator of what's next in 2020 what are we in for okay i was like well oh. <laughs> <laughs> we're fucked is the answer <laughs> i feel like 2020 has been the epitome of our show yeah. Kind of, yeah. It's, it's our show come to life, right? Almost. In real time, <laughs> yeah. It might be why our listens are down. It probably is. Yeah. Well, either that or we suck. But hey, does any, hey, no anybody telling us that. Does anybody want to listen to all bad things? <laughs> uh, not right now. Uh, so anyway, that's why we have decided to do our little fun editions of all good things. Yes. Fun little frivolous distraction. Yes, and today's all good thing mm-hmm. is. Friday the 13th. (laughs) (laughs) They were having sex. (laughs) I've never never seen the Friday, any of the Friday the 13th. We are going to watch one at some point. We we probably, I probably should have had you watch one before we did this. But that's okay. But, you know. I'll watch afterwards and report back. It is one of the most ridiculous series of films like ever created. That's kind that's of why we're doing something. it. It is, but I mean, you would think an all good thing would not be about a, a movie, movie, a movie franchise about a um, a killer come back to life that kills people in all sorts of interesting and brutal ways. But the movies are so schlocky and campy, and for the most part, bad. There's a couple good ones. Yeah. Is it um, Michael Takes Manhattan or whatever it's called? That would be Jason. Jason. Michael, Michael is Michael Myers of Halloween. Oh, I'm so sorry. Do not mix up your horror. I'm so sorry. Villains, please. I, I apologize. Now we'll continue. <laughs> so, so Friday the 13th is a series of films that helped establish the horror genre of cinema as well as the rules of horror movies, which is something we'll get into. So real quick, yeah. these were not the first horror movies. Horror they were goes not. goes back a very long line. It goes back, a, but this is what popularized. This is what made the genre a moneymaker. Like a commercial success. Mm-hmm. Okay, I get that. Yep, okay. Uh, that along with other films, but mm-hmm. this was one of the main of the 80s, the horror, as far as movie receipts, box office receipts went, mm. horror movies made a ton of money in the 80s okay. for the first time ever. Right. Gotcha. Gotcha. So there are a total of 12 films in the franchise. We'll oh get God. we'll get into all the names and all the movies. Not into each movie, but we'll get okay. into all the titles because they're, they're pretty yeah. funny. 
Um, so there are a total of 12 films as well as other media, which includes comic books, video games, and a short-lived television series, oh, no. which I kind of remember. It came out in like 89 or 90. I don't really go into that. And none of them involved Jamie Lee Curtis. She was Halloween as Correct. well, right? Okay. Yes. <laughs> Just clarify. As well, get your horror movie heroines correct. And there Is you go. there an ongoing character aside from the killer? In Not Friday really. We okay. will get into like what some consider to be the only protagonist of the okay. series, but okay. uh, not really. The, okay. the whole universe basically centers around Jason. Wait, is Friday the 13th and Halloween like Marvel Comics versus DC? Uh, may, not, uh, kind of, I, mean, I, I guess. I don't even know what... DC and Marvel really Well, they have different matters. superheroes. That's the that's the difference. Oh, same fucking <laughs> I mean, like, they really are. I'm sorry. I, I fake characters. I prefer the same. Marvel over the DC, but that's just Which me. one is that? Is that Marvel is the, the Batman is DC. Correct. Okay, so who's Marvel? Marvel Captain is Thor, America. Captain America, Iron Man, those guys. Superman? Sp- Spider-Man? No, no Superman is DC. DC. Anyway, you can just continue to name superheroes, or I can let you go on. Uh, so the franchise centers around the character Jason Voorhees. Censors? Centered? Centers? Centers. Did I say censors? Sounded like you said censors. I don't think I did. Anyway. The franchise... <laughs> Let's go to the audio. <laughs> the franchise centers around the character Jason Voorhees, who drowned as a child while attending a summer camp at Crystal Lake... While the camp counselors were wow. making love. Wait, so he died? Yes, he did. As a so child. He's a super na- he's a ghost. Yeah, well, he's kind of a zombie, but we'll get into oh, that. Oh, okay. Uh, and again, so I, and- that's why the whole day while having sex. Because yeah. that's, that's why he died. <laughs> it's kind of a reason why he died. He okay. also didn't really know how to swim. So. Okay. How again, old was Jason again when he, died? he was a child. And and I <laughs> I'm asking how old of a child. He was a child, like ten. ten okay. Yeah. I, again, I realize this is an episode of all good things, but I have to set up the plot of the films, you know, a little bit. So while Jason is mostly only mentioned in the original film until the end, still in my opinion one of the best endings of any horror movie. Still puts a scare into people, I'm sure. Can can you divulge he, what happens? I will not. No, why that, that, not? That's just for people to see because part of this is an old movie. It's a forty-year-old. That's movie. all right, but you've never seen it, so I will not give away what happens. I'll read it on Wikipedia. That's fine. <laughs> he also appears in a short nightmare sequence in the first film in the second act, um, but the character does not really become the centerpiece of the films until part two. Freddy Krueger is Nightmare on Elm Street. Correct. Yes. I'm still just getting everything. <laughs> You're just naming them all. I'm just naming all. <laughs> all the ones you know. Horror. So the, <laughs> the Jason Voorhees character has undergone numerous physical changes in the films, such as having superhuman strength and regenerative powers. But overall, like Krakatoa. <laughs> yes. Oh shit! I shouldn't say that. That's okay. No, I shouldn't. Eh, whatever. But overall, Spoiler Jason. Alert. Yes. But overall, Jason Voorhees is a child who drowned in a lake and came comes back to life as an adult mass murderer slash supernatural creature. <laughs> Bizarre. Does, is he the one who wears the hockey mask, the goalie mask? Yes, he is. Okay, I got one right. There you go. Um. Okay. Freddy Krueger's the one with the the razor nails. Just on one hand. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, then he can use the other hand for more practical matters. Sure. Um, and Mike My Michael Myers, not Mike Myers of SNL. <laughs> um, Michael Myers. What did he look like? He was the like white ghost looking 
creature. Oh, oh, okay. Not creature, man, person. <laughs> Proceed. <laughs> the uh, the Michael Myers mask uh, is originally uh, a mask of uh, Captain Kirk from Star That's Trek. That's right. They I just have painted heard it that. white. Yes. I have heard that. That's funny. So the original uh, Friday the Thirteenth film was released on May 9th, 1980. The film was produced independently by Georgetown Productions, and filming took place in Hardwick, Blairstown, and Hope, New Jersey. I was going to say, I feel like it's a very northeast... It has that look camp, to it. Yep. Like Poconos camp, mm-hmm. sort of, yeah. Due, due to the success of the film, Halloween, which was released in 1977... Oh, a few years earlier. Which was also an independent film, and at mm. the time, the highest grossing indie film ever. Wow. Director Sean Cunningham put out an ad for Friday the 13th in the Hollywood magazine Variety in early 1979 to attract industry attention for a horror movie before the script had uh, even been finished. Oh, so he was putting the cart before he was the just like, a little bit. He's like, here you go, here's an idea. And like basically to, to start a bidding war. Well, what is it? Uh, Fortune favors the bold? Exactly. And a bidding war he would get. Ooh. So this would ultimately cause... Um, uh, a bidding war for the distribution of the film, with Paramount Pictures pictures winning out for the United States distribution and Warner Brothers handling international distribution. This that that part of business, I do not understand. Because it's part of big business, and I'm just not in big business. It's, it's, like what's, it's follow, production versus distribution it's, versus... It's, and it's also follow the trend until the trend dies. Yeah. Like just cash in as, as much as you that's can. that's the business side mm-hmm. of it all. Yeah. 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 Like, you just had this huge hit horror movie, Halloween. This guy only has an idea for a new one. Let's buy it now. Um, yeah. That, I mean, that's... It's speculative. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So this would mark the first time in film history that an independently produced feature film would be distributed by a major film studio. Mm. Two in this case. The ta- yeah, in, the, in, in, domestically and internationally. Mm-hmm. The tax paid off as Friday the 13th would go on to gross $59.8 million worldwide on an estimated budget of just $550,000. Oh God, that's a massive return. Did you adjust that for inflation? Uh, I, I do later with, okay. uh, with, okay. the, with the total amount of the films. Okay, gotcha. Um, the simplistic plot of the film, which involved <laughs> camp counselors meeting their fate one at a time by an unknown killer, was easy to digest for audiences in their teens and early 20s, which is who the film was marketed to. The overwhelming financial success led to an ine- inevitable sequel, Friday the 13th, Part 2. <laughs> um, well, you're not telling me the plot, so I can't ask, like... I, I told you the plot. It's Well, you it's didn't a... tell me the ending, so is it the same killer in both movies? The killer in the original movie is actually Jason's mother. Oh, so, it's not, so Jason's just not even a... He's kind of, like I mentioned, he's kind of in the first film a little bit. Oh really? So he's not. But he is not. The, is he is not the main anti- main antagonist. Goalie mask. Nope. None of that. The goalie mask does not appear until part three. Oh wow. Okay. So and, it was a slow burn with Jason. Uh, absolutely was. <laughs> <laughs> Friday the Thirteenth Part Two was released on April thirtieth, nineteen eighty one. And if you'll remember, the first film came out on May 9th, 1980. They just pumped that. So out. in less than a year after its predecessor, a new one is out. And everybody knows that quick production is a sign of quality. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Just get it done. Churn it out. Yeah. It'll be fine. Pump the, out the jams. The second film would feature Jason Voorhees as the killer, 
and also starred a very young Kevin Bacon. <laughs> yes, you, I, we watched that thing that showed scenes of him, mm-hmm. and he is very yeah, he's young. Probably like, he's probably like 18 or 19 he's years old. He's so young. He <laughs> yeah. looks like a young Kevin Bacon. He does, yes. Imagine that. <laughs> Wispy little thing. Like early 80s hair. Yeah. He looked like a child. His little ski yeah. slope nose. Yeah. He looked like a a young twenties, young twenties, uh, late teens person from nineteen eighty one. Yes, yes, he did. <laughs> they all had the same look back mm-hmm. then. Uh, and uh, the second film is better, in my opinion. Oh, they kind of up the cool. ante. They kind of up the ante a little bit on the uh, special effects. Yes, mm. to put it lightly, because this is the PG rated version of all bad things, all good things. <laughs> I said fuck already. It's I'm not. Kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. So while the second film made less than half of the original, uh, it still hauled in $21.7 million worldwide and was also produced on a small budget okay. of $1.2 million. That's was, still double the budget of the original, but was, the return is mm-hmm. just still massive. But it was still considered a financial success. Oh, of course. If you if you don't recoup your money, it's an abject failure. Absolutely. If you recoup, even if you even if you just recoup your yeah, money, yeah, it's still that's not good. But you want to at least do that. You want to get out what you, you put in. You have to at least mm-hmm. do that. Otherwise, like careers will be ruined. Um, but yeah, to make twenty times the budget, it, it was a hundred yeah. times the budget the first time yeah, around. Absolutely. So wow. Yeah, it's still, and they're just churning these out. Mm-hmm. So Friday the 13th would go on to become a hit franchise, commercially, not critically. (laughs) Did Roger Ebert not give it a thumbs up, or was it Siskel? You can actually go back and watch some of their old reviews, which I have done with the, you know, you can watch their reviews of, like, Goodfellas or Pulp Fiction or, um... Like the the Shining at the Movers. At the Movers. That would have that would have been a great show too. They could have moved. It just shows like <laughs> Roger Ebert and They could have moved your furniture while they were arguing about cinema. No, it's it's them critiquing the movers. Oh, as that too. Yes, furniture. as they're moving it. <laughs> now you see him. Now, now you see John over there. He doesn't have the correct and proper proper stance to get that couch out of here. Well, He's I dis- not lifting from his. Well, knees. I disagree. I think John has excellent stance. And- <laughs> <laughs> so Aww. I, God bless Roger Ebert. Yes. Uh, so the... I uh, lost my place again. Okay, so uh, Friday the 13th would go on to become a hit franchise and spawn a total of 12 films. Oh my God. Which are, in order... Okay. Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. Friday the 13th Part 2. Mm-hmm. Friday the 13th Part 3D. Wait, was it in 3D? Yes, it was. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> Which is, as I as I mentioned earlier, because you asked, which is also the first film in which Jason wears his iconic hockey mask. Okay, I, that's so funny that it took till the third film, because yeah. that is very. In the ironic. second film, he's literally wearing like a potato sack on his head with one eye to see through. <laughs> I can see why they switched it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I kind of thought, uh, in, in a strange way, was the potato sack was more. Yeah, it was creepier because hmm. everybody's seen a hockey mask, you know. But well, people who played and watched a lot of hockey have seen a hockey mask but i guess those, yeah. those full-blown goalie masks they're they're creepy and he was wearing the old school one which yes, just yes. barely covered your face mm-hmm. uh so we're so now we're on friday the 13th part 3 d uh-huh. now we have friday the 13th part 4 the final chapter which was supposed to be <laughs> uh, obviously <laughs> the title's not giving anything away 
<laughs> it was supposed to be the last movie. But was it? That movie also stars uh, Corey Feldman, who was then still a oh. child, and also introduces his character, Tommy Jarvis, who is considered the only true protagonist in the oh, series okay. of films, as his character plays a part in parts four, five, and six. So can I tell you, I don't know what Corey and Corey are. I have heard of Corey Feldman and Corey the other one. They're the greats. But who's the other one? Corey Haim. Corey so, Haim unfortunately passed away. I know, I was going to say, one of them died and it mm-hmm. was all very sad. But I, And one is like struggling because he went Corey, through some really traumatic stuff in his yeah, childhood. Yeah, well, Corey Feldman used to hang around Michael Jackson back in the day. Oh, so that, God. That, says, um, that says all you need to say. And like had addiction issues, and but I only know their names because I think they had like a reality show or something. I think they did, but they were in the late '80s. I would say from like, I would say from like '87 to '90, they starred in like four Everything. or five films okay. together. Oh, okay. So they were known they were the as Cor- the Corey, the Corey, Corey and Corey. Okay. But yeah, That's like cute. like once 1990, like once the '90s I have no came, idea who they like are. they they kind of went away. Yeah. Okay. But they were okay. a big deal in the late '80s. Okay. So now we're at uh, Friday the 13th, part four, the final chapter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Again>. Followed by. <laughs> Again, it would not be. Mm-hmm. So now we have Friday the 13th, part five. Any guesses on the title? It's not another final chapter, is it? <laughs> it might as well be. <laughs> I, actually, I like Jason's that better. Revenge? No, I like that better. Another final chapter. <laughs> no, this part five is a new beginning. Oh, okay. Well, actually, they kind of, they did their best to like, okay, how do we spin this? How do we do our, how do we do our best to say another final chapter? Yeah. I've got it. A new beginning. Or how do we say, do our, our best to be like, no, that wasn't really the end. Uh, and, Call it a new beginning. And just, and again, the reason I'm covering this film franchise is because people who have watched it, and if you have not watched it, Trust me, this is a good time to do so. I know the world is kind of scary right now. Trust me, these films, when you look back, they're kind of comedies because the acting is so bad. <laughs> like the deaths it's are so horror, right? The deaths, the pretty much. I mean, the deaths get so over the top that you're just kind of thinking, like, okay, how is he going to kill mm-hmm. this person? It's it's stupid fun. Like it's not really. It's not serious. It's horror. not really scary. You could have the first and second film. You could kind of put up there as a bit of a thriller, a little bit, mm-hmm. um, but but after that, really, it's just it just becomes schlock. Unlike say, because I am not a huge horror fan, I do enjoy suspense and thriller. That's kind of what the first two films are. But um, like my favorite and only recent horror films that I'm willing to see because of his work and how amazing it is is Jordan Peele. Yes. Um. With Get Out and Us. Um, Get Out, I did read the entire synopsis before we went, I, so I knew what was going on. And I read on. it after, and I'm still confused. I still don't know what happened No, I think movie. it's an amazing film. He he is like the next Hitchcock, except not a sexual assailant and disgusting like yeah. Alfred Hitchcock was. Let's even hope though that I, anyway. I love Hitchcock's movies. Um, <laughs> Get, uh, Us, I did not read the synopsis of, but both of those films are fucking frightening as shit yeah and uh so i don't but us was just like they're the, fantastic the films, was so weird but it might be a little much right now <laughs> yeah those yeah those movies you don't want to watch right now well especially their underlying themes yeah. which are very important uh very relevant incredibly relevant yes. like omniscient or oppressant i guess uh mm-hmm. like prescient. Yeah. yeah very prescient uh, but I've I guess heard people wanna... pronounce it prescient as well. I'm okay. not sure what it is. I, I've always said prescient. 
But anyway. Krakatoa, Krakatoa. So off from actual horror movies to schlocky ones. <laughs> Slapstick horror. I think so that's, now, what, that's the genre. So we have part five, which is a new beginning or... A new uh, hope. Or, or no, I was going to say another final chapter. <laughs> So what do you think part six is going to be called? Oh, God. So it was uh, the final chapter, a new beginning, the next level. Uh, that's that's kind of, that's a good guess. Yeah. Part six is Jason lives. Oh, uh, okay. Did, is there a Jason's revenge at some point? Uh, no. No, no. Uh, really. See, they missed the opportunity. That happens in a different horror film franchise. Mm. Freddy's mm-hmm. Revenge. Oh, okay. I think Maybe that's, that's I, I think that's the title of one of his movies. Anyway, so part six was Jason lives. What do you think part seven could possibly be? Jason dies. <laughs> 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 that would give away a lot. <laughs> uh, part seven is. Hold on, Jason persists. <laughs> well, he does. That would be an accurate title for all the movies, actually. Uh, part seven is the New Blood. They're just just throwing out random shit. On top of the fact that all of these movies, these first eight movies, were literally made within nine years. The first movie comes out in 1980. Part eight eight comes out in 1989. You cannot produce a quality film. They're not trying to produce quality films. No, that's the thing. They're going for quantity. They're like, Mm -hmm. we're just going for the quantity. They are going to beat the dead horse. um, Profitable? Yes, I think most of them were. Wow, I think I think okay. once we're, now we're on seven. I think that's when it kind of starts to take a turn. So they, now we're on their part, basic strategy was just like just keep making low quality. Just keep making just to make you know what it, it's not an artistic success plot or strategy, but it is a commercial one. Oh, so, absolutely, yeah. So now we're on part eight. So where what do you, was the last you, one? Wait, what was seven? Seven was the new blood. The new blood. Mm-hmm. Blood Atonement. <laughs> Part eight. I love your movie titles, <laughs> Thank by the way. Thank you. Part eight is Jason Takes Manhattan. That's right. I thought that was nine for some reason. So. Well, everybody confuses. Oh, but it was in 89. Everybody confuses eight and nine. Let's be honest. <laughs> it, that, just, that one cracks me up because it reminds me of the Muppets Take Manhattan. <laughs> it does, except it's Jason. Did you see that movie? I did, yeah. I, I used to have it uh, re- recorded, down, down, down. recorded off of HBO on my yeah, VCR. Yeah, same. Same. Somebody's getting married today. But, ima- but imagine the Muppets as a bunch of serial killers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh. Muppets as serial oh, killers. Is is chapter nine? Jason gets married. <laughs> well, it is not called part nine. The oh. ninth film is simply Jason goes to hell for <laughs> Final Friday. <laughs> Three more to go. Jason goes to hell. <laughs> the final, final, the final Friday. Friday. But we still have three, three more, more movies. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm telling you why we're doing this. This is, this is funny. <laughs> because they weren't even trying. They no. were not even no, they trying. They, they were didn't not. give two shits. They were not trying. It was a cash. They were That's trying. They, they were no, they were trying with the deaths. They were really trying to. But by the time it gets, but but. The next film, what do you think the 10th film is called? Oh my god. So the last one was the final Friday. (laughs) Is the next one Saturday morning? (laughs) The 10th film is simply known as... Friday. Jason X. But 10, you know, the X, you know, Roman New. That's pathetic. But 
It does have, which is what is highly <laughs> rega- what is highly regarded the best kill in all of the Jason movies. Really, considering how bad this movie was, but um, he takes this research scientist, pushes her face into oh, I think um, you may have shown me this because you like a this. liquid nitrogen. So her so, she's so, frozen, her, so her face freezes and then, she, and he then punches he, her. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <sighs> and yet problematic. <laughs> Like very problematic. Um, Jason is not a friend of women. He's not a friend of men either. <laughs> he's not a friend of people. <laughs> yeah, he's just not a friend of people at all. So now, please tell me he doesn't kill animals. I thought I know of. I don't okay, think so. I, okay. I don't think so. Feel a little better now. Yeah. So the tenth film is simply known as Jason, Jason X. X. Yes. So what is the next film? This is a mashup. Oh, oh, is it like an alien versus predator? It is, but who is the who is the other okay. person? Okay. Is it Michael Myers? It is not. Is it Freddy Krueger? It is. Okay. Jason versus Freddy. I've heard of this one. Freddy versus Jason actually. Oh, well, but either way. I've heard of this one. That one came out like 90s or something. 2003, I believe. Oh, okay. 03 or 04. Okay. Because I do remember that, and I remember not caring at all. Yeah, and I kind of, I, I did go see it. It was actually the first film that was a huge box office success really? uh, in a long time. It grossed like $85 million Because people had been wanting to see a Freddy vs. Jason movie since like the 1980s. And here it was. Like, you had to go see it. Like 20, to, 20 yeah. years too late, but yeah. here it is. You knew it was going to be terrible, and it was, it was okay. It was there. but It, it, was, was, like, it was there. Yeah. It was a movie. But uh, it was like, you gotta see it. It's Freddy vs. Jason. Jason wins, by the way. Oh. Um, uh, spoiler alert, again. And but we have couldn't, the... Couldn't um, Freddy have just, like, well, pointed his finger into his chest? Could but remember, him? Jason can regenerate and is superhuman. So. Freddy's but, but not? Freddy, but Freddy is technically not real because he only exists in your dreams. So, there you go. And therein lies the problem. Fantasy is so weird. Are we almost done? We are. This is okay. the last film. What do you think the very last film is called? Well, we already had like the final Friday. We have. That was two films ago. Oh, God. <laughs> the final Friday was two movies ago. Oh, wait. So there was 12 films. 12 total. How are we not sure they're going to come up Oh, they're, they're, talk- they're in talks of... Friday the 13th, the 13th. Uh, well, no, they haven't done that yet, but this is the 12th no, film. No, because it'll be, it'll be Friday yeah, the 13th, they probably the 13th. Will. But the, the 12th and final film to this point is the 2009 reboot simply titled Friday the 13th. That's not imaginative. No. And no. bored. <laughs> so, now we are on, so now that we've named all 12 films. Except for... 13th Friday the 13th. Yeah, I remember I remember back in the day everybody like, well, it'll stop when it gets to 13. Duh. It'd be so ironic if it stopped at 12. <laughs> they just they, but, I mean, they just after a while they stopped making money. So well, they, they, they had stopped the making Final them. Friday on like the fourth film, so uh, <laughs> I believe that was the ninth. <laughs> they should do. Um They were Friday. literally 3 quarters of the way through it and they're like, this is the final Friday. At this point That's it's it. like uh, Friday the 13th, The Empire Strikes Back. The Empire Strikes it just Back. It doesn't matter. The Empire Strikes Back is New Hope. <laughs> so the legacy mm. of Friday the 13th, uh, the film's generally received negative reception from professional critics. Oh, how could that be? In contrast to other slashers like Halloween. Oh, Halloween was actually like 
well received oh yeah the very first one yeah absolutely still a great movie Um, where did michael myers come from what was his he was a he was um just like a mentally disabled child but he appeared in people's dreams no that's freddy krueger oh sorry nightmare on elm street sorry 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 moving on (laughs) (laughs) let's not dwell rachel (laughs) critics disliked how the series favored high body counts over plot and character development, and how each film was almost indistinguishable from the last. In other words, critics didn't understand the purpose. (laughs) Because there was none. The purpose was to make money. Exactly. Nevertheless, the films were a financial success, prompting Paramount to release more sequels contingent on the box office appeal. When comparing Friday the 13th to other top-grossing American slasher franchises, such as A Nightmare on Elm Street, Child's Play, Psycho... The Hannibal Lecter series of films, Scream, and the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and adjusting for the 2018 inflation, Friday the 13th is the second highest grossing horror franchise Uh. in the United States, next to Halloween, which is number one. Okay. How many Halloween movies were there? Ah, shit. There's been at least ten. Okay. So kind of very similarly. Yeah, and like three different reboots. They've tried to reboot that thing yeah, there, I there was one that just came out of, like two years ago. Yeah, and Jamie Lee Curtis has appeared see. in multiple of them, I including she was, very recently. I think she was also in the most recent one. Yes. Yeah. Um, so the Friday the Thirteenth. She's got to get away from Activia yeah, somehow. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she's got to be chased by a ghost again. So uh, the Friday the Thirteenth franchise has grossed approximately seven hundred fifty-five point six million dollars worldwide. Wow. As of two as of two thousand eighteen, adjusted wow. for inflation. Financial success has also extended to home video release with more than 5 million DVDs sold. Well, and also, I'm sure back in the day, people went to Blockbuster to get the little videotapes. Oh, oh God, yeah. Do you remember the little crack sound when you opened the (laughs) Blockbuster VHS? Love that sound. And then, please be kind, rewind, or else they charge you for it. People don't even know what rewinding is really anymore. We had a rewinding machine. I know. My my stepmom did. Mm -hmm. And I remember whenever you'd take it back to the store and you didn't rewind it, Mm -hmm. that was the first place they put it was in the rewind machine. Like the rewind machine. machine. Even though the actual VCR had a rewind button, it didn't go as fast as like a rewind machine. it was very slow. It was very slow. Back in the day. Oh my god. Like the SLP versus the EP versus the oh SP. Oh god. We'll, 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 do, we'll do an all good things on videotapes one of these days. Seriously, anyone who's a young millennial or a Gen Zer is just like, what the fuck yeah, what are, are you, you talking, talking about? about? Videotape. DVDs are ancient. What the they are. fuck is, yeah. Just are. not streaming something is ancient. Yes. yes. Like, I can't remember the last time I... I mean, even with video games, I download... I don't, I have very few physical copies anymore. The Office I got you on, did. on DVD because they're going to take it off of Netflix mm-hmm. and put it on NBC's platform and I don't want to want, I don't want to like subscribe to yet another streaming service. So, um, so I did buy that for posterity's sake because I was go. too lazy to, to pirate it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't remember how to pirate. I can't do this anymore. I don't remember how to do it anymore either. We I haven't done to... it. In... We did all no, the time. Wait. Did we? We didn't. Who's listening? Not at all. <laughs> so the, uh, the Friday the 13th franchise also came to popularize the so-called horror film rules in which a character does one or any number of the following things that leads to ah. said character's demise. These rules include, but are not limited to... Can I guess them or do you want to remember? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll see if I've got it on here. Let's split up? Correct. Okay. You don't do that. Never. Um, basically, don't go anywhere alone is, okay. a, is a rule. 
having sex and dying immediately. Uh, it's just never have sex. Okay. Um, or you will die immediately. Now I'm like, I guess I have two rules. <laughs> <laughs> don't have sex and don't run. Don't have sex or don't and split don't up. split up. Um, phones. Things that that is correct. Don't don't answer the phone. Okay. <laughs> Answering the phone is bad. What else you got? Uh, never go into a basement. Mm. Uh, never take a shower. Oh, showers. <laughs> Duh, yeah. That was uh, established in Psycho, so yeah. Running away always leads to tripping and falling down. That's true. <laughs> Why can't people run properly? Granted, I have fallen many times running, but that's because of that's, the amount I've yeah. run. Not I'm pretty sure I would, I, I would be concentrating at a... At an all-time level, if I was being chased by a serial yeah, killer, yeah, you one would think. <laughs> you would think. You would hope, anyway. I don't know. It's oh, never, and also, it's never when they fall, it's in the most comical way it's possible. Like, ah. too. <laughs> that's, that's part of the reason that the fun of the film is like if somebody's running away, like how are they going to fall? It's not. Yeah. It's not if they're going to get a trip on a rock, mm-hmm. tree branch, their own feet. Another trope, and this goes more towards action movies or thrillers or whatever, but it is so used is the follow the gun trope where the gun gets knocked out of somebody's hand and the camera very clearly pans to it mm-hmm. and then this, as this the struggle goes on it's all about who gets to the gun first yeah. it's also a style of filmmaking close uh, doing a close-up shot on the gun like yeah. oh this is the most important thing right now see i find that a little insulting sometimes in filmmaking when it's like here i'll zoom in on this because you're a fucking idiot <laughs> you can see that technique in movies still today oh yes it, oh, co- yes. it comes Absolutely. from like the late 60s uh 70s is that uh, especially that close-in zoom of the gun? Well, and the or the most famous shot you see an arm just sort of fling across the floor, and the gun goes <laughs> and scatters across. What, is, and what does it do? <laughs> Can you tell uh, we already recorded our normal ep- our regular episode? <laughs> so <in laughs> this the... is what happens when we talk for two hours straight. In uh, the last of these, which you already hinted on one half of it, but it oh, is okay. never have sex and or do drugs. Oh, drugs. Never do drugs. drugs. Just say, say no. no. Which leads to my next little paragraph here. Except for blowjobs? Is that what you're going to say? Right. <laughs> that's right. Because that's what Nancy that's, said. That's what was on there. <laughs> Apparently oh, she was good at it. slagging off Nancy Reagan. She's dead, so it doesn't matter. Also, um, there's no shame in that. Like no. in the say no to drugs part, apparently, lots of shame. Apparently, Ronald part, Reagan not so much. Apparently, Ronald Reagan was a lucky guy. Except anyway, for the dementia. They, the Jason Voorhees character <laughs> has also retroactively been compared to the Ronald Reagan era of the eighties, uh-huh. which was pretty much the entire eighties. Yeah, I mean, let's let's face it. Well, from uh, January eighty one to January eighty nine, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So basically, yeah. So as Ronald Reagan cut and slashed domestic budgets, victimizing the poor, middle class, Mm -hmm. mentally and physically disabled, amongst others, Jason Voorhees is now seen as a metaphor by some for the Reagan administration. (laughs) And it tells you something when your administration's sort of like uh, figure (laughs) is a serial killer (laughs) from a horror, terrible horror. Technically a mass murderer. Yeah, yes, you're right. Well... Yes, because he did not kill everybody the same way. That That's the mark of a serial killer. No, no, it has to do with timing. A mass murderer, it's a certain number of people within a yeah, like, he, he very did, short time frame. Yeah, but like he, he, always, he always did it on Friday the 13th. <laughs> okay, so I, yeah, I never asked. Like, 
like, so why that is was it called Friday the Thirteenth? It, it, it was just on Friday the Thirteenth. Yes, the uh, like the it, it's just I saw an interview with the uh, original screenplay writer, and it was just like he was just like it's just one of those. Um, uh, it was a title of a film that nobody had ever made. He was like, because you really go in. Obvious he's like, you title, go in. Yeah. He's like a really obvious title for a horror movie. Yes. I guess what like what I was talking about with the ad, he literally put an ad in Variety. Mm-hmm. That was the poster. He it said It said Friday the Thirteenth. He pitched it. And it was like, yeah. The title was like a like a new generation of horror. Mm-hmm. There was no screenplay. There was literally nothing. Mm-hmm. There was just an ad. Mm-hmm. And companies were like, here, like we'll distribute this and we'll. Damn. Yeah. So. Some smart thinking there. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. and plus, uh, plus the early movies, um, uh, behind the scenes, very much featured uh, Tom Savini, who is a, a legendary like special SX, effects SFX artist. Guy. I don't think he appeared appeared in any of the Friday the Thirteenth films. He might have been in one of the early ones, and I just don't remember. Was he the guy that Rogan interviewed? He has before, yeah, he has. Okay. Um, but Tom Savini generally either makes a cameo or has a small role in oh, just about cute. any movie he does effects for. He pulls a hit. And a lot of times he's a person getting killed. Like he's <laughs> he's doing like his own effects on himself. That's funny. Yeah. That, that is really funny. Well, that is a, a very, especially for this era, now they can do, well, now, quote unquote, now it's been a while, but they can do a lot through... Um, computer effects you can back then but i I some choose not to i still think physical effects are ultimately better but if you mix in a little bit of digital you know you do a little bit you you can can, you can make it better yeah some movie magic yeah there used to be did you ever watch that show i feel like it was on like friday nights on abc family or how did they how did they shoot this no i think it was called movie magic okay they talked about the special effects of all these movies i feel like it was in the 90s late 90s something like that mm, maybe someone remember. will know we'll find out well, if anybody listens probably, to this if it's that old of a show I'll guarantee it's on YouTube yeah probably yeah. probably it was like a fa- my family used to watch it like we used to sit down and what watch it, it together movie magic I feel like it was called movie magic let's see but basically they were they would go to the special effects guys of the movies that were being made at the time you know what it may have even been early 90s I'm trying to remember like rem- like watching it with my family. It was like a family show because movie magic TV show. Yeah. Okay. What ye- what year? Nineteen ninety seven documentary oh, five okay. seasons. So it ran from ninety seven to like two thousand one. Probably. Okay. I don't think we watched it that late. Phil Tippett. Yep. He's an effects bigwig. Phil okay. Tippett. He does a lot of stuff for Star Wars. But yeah, they would break down how they did the <clears> effects, <throat> and it was typically part like physical effects, part computer effects because this is the nine late 90s by then they had computer effects i feel yeah, like you can they're on youtube oh, just, wow. just like I, just <laughs> I feel like um uh technology like special effects people use technology on the cutting edge oh like, god yeah you know they're always they're always at the forefront effects. yeah, yeah. Because they're the ones pushing it. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Trying to see what they can achieve mm-hmm. through special effects. Yeah. And there were times when they pushed a little too hard and the the effects weren't there with the... I like, re- you can tell that shit's CGI. The special and- effects era, when CGI first came into, like, everybody's using it, which was the mm-hmm. late 90s, there... If you, looked at, if you look at movies now from the late 90s and early 2000s, 
There's way too much CGI. They got like too they excited. they get a little they get a little carried away. They got too excited about <laughs> it, yeah. And they're like, "This looks so good," and it's like, "Here's the problem: it looks so good in comparison to what you've had in the past. In the future, it's going to look like shit." Exactly, and and plus there there's something to be said for like physical sets and locations and things like that. That's so. true. Yeah, but only good effects, good physical effects, because shitty physical effects are the worst. <laughs> But Way even mystery science theater. But even bad ones nowadays are still good compared to what it used to be like. I Absolutely. Mean, Absolutely. Like you used to be able to tell it was ketchup blood. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. That was fun. That was fun. <laughs> good. I, I wanted to Again, it, this is a this is a film franchise about a mass murderer who <laughs> who is a former child drowned in a lake who grew up as an adult to mass murder. Camp counselors who are having, who are making, they were having sex. They were busy making love. <laughs> Did Jason, Jason's mom died, clearly. Jason's mom, uh, I'll just go ahead and tell you now, spoiler alert uh, for all the people. Jason's mom is the killer in the first movie. Right, you already said that. I didn't, I didn't. Oh, you were talking about the end. Yeah. I will not she, spoil the end. She dies. She does. She gets decapitated. <laughs> well, you just spoiled the end. Yeah. By Jason? No. By, uh, by the lone survivor. That's mm-hmm. that's another that's another horror film trope. The lone survivor. Yeah, that's right. Only one person makes it out alive. Mm-hmm. Um, after and it's, dark, and it's generally the virginal female. Yeah, that's true. Uh, until dawn. Not until after. dawn. Why am I calling it after I dark? I don't know. <laughs> it's the exact opposite. Until but dawn. yeah, I, I did mean to put that in the notes, and I forgot. Yeah. But I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. If uh, if anybody out there, I th- don't think this was a PlayStation exclusive. Exclusive. I think it was on everything. But anyway, in case I think it was, but it might be a PlayStation exclusive. Um, If you do like horror movies, um, definitely get the game Until Dawn. It is. It's pretty funny. It's a send up of the the tropes and all that stuff, and but in in a video game form. Suspenseful. Yes. Same time. Uh, Also starring uh, Remy Malek. Ah, yes. Academy Award winner. That's right. Remy Malek is in the video game. I mean, because anyone who. Like even comes close to approximating Freddie Mercury. He came pretty close. Not pretty close. He came close enough, but he, as close as anybody's going to get. He did not do bad. Um, no but, one's ever. But nobody's going to. Nobody's going to be Oh Saint Freddie Mercury. My my Saint Freddie Mercury. That's right. I want like uh, like people have Saint Christopher medals and mm-hmm. stuff. I want a Saint Freddie Mercury. We I'm sure there's. Candle. I'm sure there's one out there somewhere. Yes. Please tell me where I can get a Saint Freddie Mercury. <laughs> metal he's the closest i'll come to actually like kissing and praying kissing the metal and praying or whatever have i mentioned i'm an agnostic (laughs) anyway that was fun good i'm glad you enjoyed it so that are we going to call this friday the 13th or the friday the 13th franchise or what would you Uh, i think we i think we can just title it friday the 13th okay so that was the story of friday the 13th and this has been our fourth episode number four Oh. For all those <laughs> that can see it at home, no, I was, I was I wasn't meaning to do that. Hands for four, <laughs> episode four of all good things. I'm Rachel, and I'm David. We'll see you sometime. <laughs> we'll see you when we see you. Love there you guys. You